As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. You also want to keep in mind what you are doing to find investors. So where are you going to find investors? Are you going to the places that have a high concentration of high net worth individuals? Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money. And also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com. And in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the Best Ever Conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode. And for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the apartment syndication school, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hi, best of your listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air two podcast episodes that are typically part of a larger podcast series. We release those on the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever podcast on iTunes every Wednesday and Thursday, as well as in video form on YouTube a little bit later in the week. And each of these series or standalone episodes focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. 
And for the majority of these series, we offer some sort of document, whether it be a Excel spreadsheet calculator, a PowerPoint presentation template, or a how-to PDF guide for you to download for free that accompanies that episode or series. All of these free documents, as well as the past Syndication School series, can be found at syndicationschool.com. This episode is going to be a little bit unique because it is entitled, as you can see, How Creating a Lemonade Stand Can Help You Become a Better Apartment Syndicator. So this is based off of a follow-on Friday I did with Joe a while back. And basically, it came across a Facebook post. And I'm going to read the Facebook post really quickly to give you some context. Our five-year-old wants to do a lemonade and a popcorn stand during our community yard sale this weekend. As her business consultants, we need to provide her with some market research to help maximize profits. So we need your help. One, how much would you pay for a glass of fresh lemonade? Two, what size cup of lemonade would you like for that price? Three, would you prefer fresh lemonade from actual lemon juice or the fake country time kind? Any and all advice is also welcome. So Joe read the replies and most of the replies were directly answering the questions. Hey, this is how much money I would pay for a glass of fresh lemonade. This is the size cup I would prefer based off of that price. And I would like lemon juice or country time or some other type of lemonade brand. Obviously, all those are relevant, and they answered this individual's questions directly. But from Joe's perspective, he realized that there were at least two keys that were missing in order to create a very profitable stand. And when Joe went over this, we kind of talked about it and related it to investing. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. So we're going to go over the keys that Joe mentioned in his post And then we're going to talk about high level as well as some specifics as to how these keys can be applied to your syndication business to make you a better apartment syndicator. So the first key was if you are a commodity business, then get out as quick as you can. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of a commodity is a mass-produced unspecialized product. Mass-produced, unspecialized. So basically something that's pretty generic. And most lemonade stands are going to be pretty generic, right? So one, people already know how much money they want to pay for a glass of lemonade. They can go to the store. They can see how much lemons cost. They can see how much the country time or some other powder costs. They can know how much cups costs. Maybe they add in some labor costs as well on the part of the kid, and they can pretty much say, okay, if you're just selling me lemonade, here's how much I could spend. Or, hey, I could just go buy lemonade at the store, so why would I buy lemonade from you? So that is what a commodity is. But to make it not a commodity, Joe recommended that the person adds some sort of bonus gift to each paying customer. When she adds that bonus gift, she's no longer selling just a commodity, and as a result, she'll be able to charge more for her lemonade. And the specific suggestion that Joe gave in his Facebook comment was that the bonus gift could be a drawing by this five-year-old. So before she starts her lemonade stand, she can spend maybe the night before or the morning of creating 20, 30, 40 different drawings. So each drawing will be different. 
And then whenever she is selling it, she could basically mark it and say, lemonade plus free custom drawing. And if me or Joe were to be selling lemonade and do a drawing, people probably wouldn't buy it. But since the kid has that cuteness factor going on for them, people are more likely to buy lemonade from this child if, on top of it, she's giving away their custom drawings. Even if they're not going to keep the custom drawing, it's still making it not a commodity. And this gives her really limited upside for the price. So if her drawings are really good, she could sell a couple of lemonade for $10. Or it could be something like pay what you want for this lemonade. So the whole point is... Don't just do something that really everyone else is doing. So when you are an apartment syndicator, you have to figure out how you're going to stand out and not just be another commodity, right? When we did the episode talking about why people will invest with you, they're not going to invest with you because of the returns you're offering. They can go anywhere and get returns. So what makes you different than other syndicators? So whenever you're starting your business... Whenever you're starting to even start your educational process, you want to think about how are you going to be different than the other syndicators out there who are offering just a return on the investment. Obviously important, but again, if I'm a passive investor, why am I investing with you and getting your 8% preferred return as opposed to this guy over here and getting his 8% preferred return? What's the difference? So a few examples, and again, there's just a few specific examples that Joe does. So number one, they send out monthly best ever reports. So they'll interview one of the investors and they will feature them in that report as well as having a few other items in that report as well. And then they will send that hard copy, nicely designed report out to their investors. Whenever we wrote the best ever apartment syndication book, which in itself is something that's unique, right? It's a book that is teaching people how to become apartment syndicators. Plus, we're also in the process of writing another book that is the best ever passive investor handbook. We give those out to our investors for free, one for them and then one for them to give to someone that they think would be interested in learning about the material in the book. Joe hosted in-person happy hours across the country this year. So there are just three specific things that Joe does that's on top of just offering a return. A few other things that aren't very specific but also kind of unique is his communication style, responding to investors' questions very quickly, hosting conference calls instead of generating interest on an individual basis, hosting the conference, having a podcast, a blog. All those things are taking Joe's business from being a just a return standpoint to having unique added value to the investor. So that's point number one. Basically figure out how you can stand apart from just offering returns to your investors. Now, going back to Lemonade Stand, the key two to the successful Lemonade Stand is going to be location. So location matters. You can do the right thing at the right time. So you can sell the best lemonade at the hours where people are the most thirsty, maybe right after lunch or something. But if you're in the wrong spot, then it's not going to work. So another example, this is a little bit different from the five-year-old. So Joe was going on a jog and he came across a lemonade stand and the kids that were hosting lemonade stands had strategically placed their stand at the beginning of a dead end road. So it's right next to a a no outlet sign. And this was also in the intersection was a well-traveled road and the road had a stop sign. So not only was it at a dead end road for safety purposes, but it was on a well-traveled road. So lots of of traffic and at a stop sign. So the fact that it was at a stop sign basically forced 
the people at the stop sign to make eye contact with the kids who also had a massive sign promoting their lemonade. And then on top of all that, they were also providing a drive-through type service. So if you didn't want to get out of your car, the kids would come up to you, offer you the lemonade, you'd hand them the money, they'd hand you the lemonade. So the advice that Joe took from this that he gave to this five-year-old from the Facebook post is that they should find an intersection where there are stop signs and that there's a safe way for people to pull to the side to buy a couple of lemonade. Obviously, safety is being the priority because if hospital visits are part of the business plan, it's not going to be the best, the most successful lemonade stand because all of your profits are going to go towards paying for hospital bills. But aside from that, clearly you want to be on a street that has low speed limits and sidewalks for the safety concern, but also you want to ask yourself, where do people usually stop? So you don't want to do it on a 55 mile per hour road where people are driving by and have to pull the side. There's obviously the safety concern, but also people are less likely to pull aside if you're hosting your lemonade stand on a highway. So you want to host it on a well-traveled road, ideally by a stop sign where it's safe. So sidewalks and people having the ability to pull over. So obviously applying this to apartment syndication, where you buy your deal matters. That's the first point. I've done syndication school episodes on maybe a two or four part or maybe even six part series on guiding you how specifically to go from narrowing down 19,000 cities in the country down to a handful of cities, how to evaluate those cities, determine which ones to select. And then once you've selected those cities, how to learn which submarkets within those cities, which neighborhoods, which streets are the best place to invest in deals. But secondarily, or I guess in addition to where you're investing, you also want to keep in mind what you are doing to find investors. So where are you going to find investors? Are you going to the places that have a high concentration of high net worth individuals? Here's an example. I was interviewing someone on Joe's podcast the other day. Episode's not going to come out until February. The guest was Ryan Gibson, who works for a company that raises capital to buy and develop self-storage facilities. And the example that he gave that he joined an athletic club that is known to have a lot of high net worth individuals go there. And through this club, not only is he meeting these high net worth individuals while he's working out or different community events, but he's also been able to find other community events through this athletic club. So we've got high net worth individuals that are there. And the example that he gave was he found a organization to volunteer with that also has high net worth individuals. So are you going to a regular smaller gym that has non-high net worth individuals or are you combining your fitness regime with going to athletic center that has high net worth customers that work out there that go there for different community events? So that's just one example. So basically ask yourself, are you going to the right places in order to maximize your chances for meeting high net worth individuals, creating relationships with them? cultivating that relationship, and ultimately transitioning into talking about investing in real estate. So again, look at the two keys. Number one is don't be a commodity, be unique. Number two is that location matters. So I have a blog post that we wrote on this. I went into a lot more in this episode than I did in the blog post. Blog post is the two secrets to a successful lemonade stand, which you can find on Joe's website in the search function. And if you want to go there to take a look at some of the images we uploaded, we've got a picture of the lemonade stand that Joe came across on his walk, as well as the lemonade stand from one of Joe's 
So one of Joe's investors heard Joe talk about it on the podcast and actually had his son follow Joe's advice, did lemonade stand and handed out custom drawing. So there's pictures of that as well as the email that Joe's investor sent him that explains the success of the lemonade stand. So again, first, make sure you're offering services that are not commodities. And I gave plenty of specific examples of how to do that for apartment syndication. But again, be creative, be unique, and base it off of your own personal strengths, personal skills, and personal experience. And then secondarily, make sure that you're investing in the best locations and that you are putting yourself in situations, you're going to their places that will maximize your chances of finding high net worth individuals to invest in your deals. You can apply this to finding team members as well, finding business partners, education, you know, are you going to the right conferences, things like that. So that concludes this episode of how creating a lemonade stand can help you become a better apartment indicator. To listen to other syndication school series about the how-tos of apartment syndications and to download all the free documents we have available, visit syndicationschool.com. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you tomorrow. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference BEC20.com. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at com.